Hi, this is Greg Parry, and I'm going to talk to you today about global leadership at the time of a crisis. And of course, I'm speaking today at a time when we're right in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. It's certainly causing some significant challenges worldwide. And for anyone that's listening right now, I'm sure you can relate to ways that it's affecting you personally. I took a break from my podcast over the last couple of weeks because I guess like many of you, I was trying to come to terms with uh, the challenges that we were facing and trying to manage personal situations and, and doing the best I could under stressful circumstances. And certainly at this point in time, though, I felt it was a, a worthwhile moment to take some reflection and to share some feedback from my perspective. This podcast, like all of my podcasts, I don't have any notes, I don't have a script, it's just a stream of consciousness and just sharing you my personal views and uh, so hopefully this stream of consciousness will have some value and I can contribute something. I guess if you get to hear this, then I saved it and I let you let you listen to it. I want to first of all say that uh, whatever you're feeling right now um, is completely valid. Um, If it's time to cry, cry. If it's time to yell and scream and be angry, then do so. But you know what it also is a time for? It's a time for leadership. It's a time for all of us to step up and make a difference. And this podcast won't be anything about politics, and I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on the pandemic, but it's going to focus on leadership and behaviours at a time when we all need each other. Sadly, but I've certainly developed some skills from it. Sadly, I've dealt with many critical incidents over my career um, in leadership. I've dealt with some significant times, some significant challenges that I had to face, including when I was a principal, um, death of a, of a student. I've dealt with deaths of staff members. I've dealt with um, significant high-risk situations that I was right in the middle of and required me to take a steady hand and take strong leadership. Um, So I've certainly observed behaviours and I've observed my own, reflected on my own behaviours at a time of crisis. And I hope that what I've got to share with you today helps you at a time when I believe we all need to step up and make a difference. Yes, it's really important right now for the leaders of our countries to show strong leadership, a steady hand and to navigate us through this crisis. But the truth is we can all play a part. We all have something that can, to contribute, no matter who we are. And I'm not sure who's listening to this right now, where you are, what position you're in, but we can all make a difference in so many ways, whether it's um, giving someone a hug and a smile when we don't feel like it, whether it's reaching out and giving someone some love and care, reaching out and giving someone a dollar, a job, some support, some advice, an ear, a shoulder, time to listen. We can all contribute in some some way. And I guess I wanted to talk about that and talk about the behaviours you might be feeling right now and, and, and try to give you some ideas and advice how to navigate as a leader. And of course, this podcast series is about global leadership. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the different cultural contexts as well and, and how this affects us. So the first um, thing I want to talk about is, is, is how do you stay balanced and able to perform to your utmost? 
And uh, I, I want to start by using some sporting analogies. And I apologize if you, if you don't have a sporting background, but I find because I have a sporting background, these analogies are easy for me. If you think about all of the different, if I think about all the sports I've played, I was a, I was a golfer. Um, I played Australian rules football. I played all manner of team sports and individual sports from tennis to volleyball to badminton to um, squash, um, all different types of football. Um, and if you think about all these situations, um, any, any, any kind of performance, physical performance, requires you to move off balance. So let's take, for example, a tennis match. Um, your opponent tries to hit the ball past you, then you launch yourself forward, you lunge at the ball and you try to perform a forehand or a backhand or a, or a volley to keep the, the ball in play or to hopefully you know, outbalance your opponent. Now, there are times when you have to perform a, st- a skill in an extreme way. For example, you might dive at the ball. And if by diving at the ball, you make connection and you put the ball in a perfect situation, if they don't return it, then you've won. You've won the point. You've been successful. But the problem we have in those situations is that we, when we go off extremely off balance, if we don't get back to that balance position quickly then we can't make the next move. More recently, I'm 50 years old, but two years ago I took up Muay Thai. Now I've never had a fight in my life <laughs> and don't plan to, but I do this martial arts training, which is very much about balance and maintaining balance between movements. And if you think about the Karate Kid, the Karate Kid was all very much about maintaining balance. So when you perform a particular skill, then it's important to return to balance quickly. And I guess I'm using this analogy because I think this is important to understand in terms of leadership. And that is that when you perform a behavior or take an action under extreme duress, A, you have a risk of making mistakes, but you need to return to balance quickly. We make our best decisions and take our best actions from a position of balance. So let me give you a real example. So under an extremely stressful situation, you may not think clearly. You might react quickly. You might get angry. You might get stressed. You might get upset. That's not a balanced position. So what I'm, I'm saying is I'm acknowledging that it's okay to be upset and stressed and unbalanced. But very quickly, you need to move back to a balanced position so that you can make good decisions or take appropriate actions. Shannon, my wife and I often say that we give each other permission to be angry or upset for short periods of time, but that's not the position that you make good decisions from. We also give ourselves permission to make mistakes, but those mistakes as much as possible should be behind closed doors, ideas about how we should act, plans of action that may not be the best ones are okay behind closed doors but then when you that you take the time and think things through and then when you're ready to perform the act or take the action then that should be from an informed position and a balanced position it shouldn't be reactive under extreme duress you're going to be pushed and pulled in a number of directions sometimes physically but mostly emotionally 
that doesn't necessarily put us in a balanced position to make a good decision. So it's okay to not react immediately. Take the time, think things through, get all the information that you need, then make your balanced position or take a balanced action. These stressful situations often make us behave in unusual ways. Let me give an example that relates to personality type. There was a time in my life some time ago where I certainly I spent a lot of time studying and practicing Myers-Briggs personality tests, uh, personality profiles. So I am an extreme introvert, which might be surprising given the fact that I do podcasts, speak at large conferences and have no hesitation speaking to large groups of people. But one of the the characteristics of introverts is we tend to think inside our mind. We reflect internally. We take time, we take quiet time to analyze and think things through. And we don't think out loud. So generally speaking for me as an introvert is I'll spend a lot of time thinking things through in my mind. Then when I'm ready to speak, my ideas are formulated and I think my ideas are ready to be shared the opposite might be an extrovert so an extrovert tends to think out loud an extrovert tends to process things out loud so they might do lots more brainstorming share different points of view out loud the pros and cons so their mental processes are happening out loud now there are pros and cons to both of them the benefits to an extrovert is that you know their line of thinking and and their, their way of processing at all times an introvert you don't know their answer until they're ready to give it And of course, I'm generalizing, I apologize for that. But I'm using this as an example because under stressful conditions, we might not behave the same way. So one of the things that can sometimes happen with an introvert is we might extrovert our behaviors and thinking. So what I might do as an introvert is quickly speak out loud all of my thinking or all of my ideas, which might catch people off guard. Now, if that's not my default behavior, then also I may not be as effective at thinking out loud as an extrovert. Because it's not my default behavior, it's not something I've practiced as often. Similarly, an extrovert under extreme pressure may introvert their thinking and behaviors. So they may not think out loud. An extrovert who's normally speaking out loud and sharing their ideas openly and being quite outgoing and gregarious might go quite inward and spend a lot of time reflecting inside. Again, that's not a behavior that they're used to, not a behavior that they're good at. So be aware of what's happening to you under extreme situations. Now, you need to remember that as the leader of an organization or of a family or or just a leader of, of a circle of people that you will contribute best when you are balanced and when you are sound and solid. Let's take the example of when we're in an aeroplane and they're doing the safety checks and telling us about the safety procedures. Note that they always tell you to put your life jacket on first so that then you can help and support the vulnerable. Note that they always say that you should take the oxygen first and then put the oxygen on the younger and the vulnerable. It's the same thing with leadership. You need to look after yourself. Now, right now, the world, leads, the world needs you. The world needs you to be good at what you're best at. The world's waiting and asking you to step up. 
So you need to look after yourself. You need to be protecting and supporting yourself so that you can make good decisions, good balanced decisions. And you need to do whatever it takes to get balanced quickly and to be good at the things you're best at. And if you're not balanced right now, you need to find ways to do that as quickly as you possibly can. And I'm not trying to be hard on you. You can, you can have a few hours, you can have a few days, you can have a few weeks if you want to. But just know that you perform best when you're at your best. You make the best decisions when you're balanced. You take the best course of action when you're balanced. So you need to feed yourself. One of the things that I've been very conscious of in these recent weeks is that I'm spending a lot, we're in lockdown right now. We're not allowed out of our house except for um, essential reasons. <clears throat> so I'm spending a lot of time on social media. I'm spending a lot of time on the, watching the news and I'm observing what's happening around the world. Now, some of those behaviors are important for me because as someone who operates a, con- a company across multiple countries, I need to be aware of what's happening around the world right now. And so do you. There's an element of that news and information that's really important for me to know. So spending some time in those forums is really essential. I need to keep up with the facts. But be aware that if you spend too much time in that in that place, getting more information than you really necessarily needed, then it's going to drag you down. So you need to do things that are going to make you feel upbeat. Now, I can't leave the house unnecessarily, but maybe for me, it's going out to the balcony and getting some fresh air. Maybe it's turning the television and the social media off for parts of the day and spending doing some me, me time. Maybe it's reading a book. Although I don't listen to music regularly, I know how good music makes me feel. So it might be intentionally for a couple of hours each day, turning all of those other things off and just listening to upbeat music and listening to music that you know makes you feel good. There are a whole range of things that you can do that will make you feel good and f- make you feel better about yourself. It's saying positive things. It's intentionally making decisions that make you think positively about different situations. Positive self-talk is very powerful. If you don't feel upbeat, walk in front of the mirror and smile and, and try to not feel better. It makes you feel good. Think about positive situations about you know what you're facing right now. So also, you know, think about, you know, as these different crises and situations face you, also try to reframe all of them as best you can. You may feel very overwhelmed right now. You might have a lot of things you need to deal with, but there's some things that you can do to help navigate you through it. And first of all, let's just deal with the facts. There are some, some things about your current environment or situation you can't change. You've been dealt with some cards and you have to play them. The facts are X, Y, and Z, and there are some things about that you can't change. So break these things down and look at and concentrate on the things that you know you can change. And you can change your attitude. You can change your mental perspective somewhat. You can change who you communicate with. You can change the kind of communication you're receiving, what's influencing you in positive or negative ways. You have some control over those things. And if you're a leader like me, who where other people are relying on you making good decisions and to navigate some things, you need to help them do the same thing. 
when they come to you with challenges, okay, look, I understand your problem. Let's look at the facts. These are the things we can't change, but let's look at what we could do. Well, what could we do next? What are some ways that we could work outside the box? We need to be creative right now. We need to think out of the box and think of alternatives. But what if? So we know this to be true, but what if we could turn it in a different way? Or what's going to happen next? What could we prepare for so that we're, we're being productive for this next situation? Maybe there's a few things that you can't do right now, but there's going to be a time when you can do them. So prepare for them. Maybe there's some things that you're going to be able to do in one or two weeks time or three weeks time or sometime in the future. Maybe you don't know when that's going to happen, but you know that there's going to be a time when you can. So be prepared for those things. So these things are really, really important. And, and in many respects, what you're doing, again, if I come back to the, to the first thing I said earlier in this uh, podcast is maintain a balanced position. You know, I think of myself sitting at a desk, sitting at a table, maybe with some chess pieces in my hand. So, okay, these are the things that I can't change, but let's stay balanced and look at what we could choose to do next. Maybe I need more information. Maybe I need a new perspective. Maybe I need some new ideas. These things are really important to, to get logical about, even if we're not always naturally logical. So again, I'm not sure what your position is in your own organization or in your family or in your circle or, or, or who you are exactly, what you're planning, you know, what, what your key role is, but we all have a role to play. So we all have um, a perspective we can take. One of the things we all know that we can do to help each other is to give and support each other. We can, we all need each other's help, emotional help, financial help, support, advice, ideas, everything you read on television, through social media, everyone's saying the same thing. They're all saying we should give to others. And, and maybe you're at a, at a stage of it right now where you don't feel like you've got much to give. Well, let me tell you something about giving. Giving might be all you've got that's valuable to others. And I don't mean money. I mean just giving and being thoughtful and caring. First of all, other people need you to be thoughtful and caring and they need you to be giving. But the other thing I want you to understand is how much this will make you feel good. When you give to others, it makes you feel good. It's how you will get motivated and feel better about yourself. Any research will tell you that when someone's feeling down and depressed and sad, one of the choices we can make is to give to others and consequently, it will make us feel better about ourselves. Right now, there are people in isolation. One of the simplest things you can do is reach out and give them a phone call, give them a message, use Skype. Use all the different devices or mechanisms we have, which most of them are free. You can communicate and, and listen to people. Communicate, ask people, how are you doing? And listen. And this may seem like a simple contribution, but you'd be surprised what effect it can make on people. By giving to others, you will feel better about yourself. If you've got nothing else you think you can give, give them time. Give them words of encouragement. Listen to them. Don't get on the phone and talk at them. 
Don't get on the phone and automatically give advice. What I'm saying is, listen. People like to feel supported. Encourage people to talk about themselves. How are you doing? Tell me about your day. Tell me about how you're feeling. Do you know how how special that makes people feel when you take the time to ask them how they're doing? When you've automatically put the focus on them? And trust me, the energy will come back. You will feel so much better because you did this. The other thing I want to mention, though, at this difficult time, though, is that many of us that are isolated and we're not able to communicate with people face to face is that there are also risks right now with the way and how we communicate. Be aware that when you are talking to someone on social media or on Skype or telephone call, that you're missing a whole lot of other features of good communication, non-verbals, etc. And there's high risk of, of miscommunication, misinterpretation. So give yourself and give other people a break. If something's been said on social media that, you know, that could be at risk of misinterpreting, understand that. Let's think glass half full, not glass half empty. People are under extreme stress right now for all range of different reasons. Family, money, food, financial business, their future. So much uncertainty. So as I said earlier in this, People are not behaving from a balanced position. So give people a break if they make some mistakes. If people are not performing at their their utmost, understand that there could be reasons behind that. William Glasser says that people make the best decisions they can with the skills and information they have available at the time. I tell you what, there's some people right now that may not be performing at their best for very good reasons. So we need to think about that and we need to give them some slack and know that we can support them in very, very positive ways, in ways that will help them, but also in ways that will help you as well. Leadership is not always about standing on the pulpit with a, you know, with a microphone in your hand or leading hundreds of people. Leadership is about the small things that you do that recognize and care for people. It's the small gestures that give people faith and hope that there's another that the things better are going to happen tomorrow. One of the things I love about faith, and I'm not talking about this in a religious way, but I mean just generally, whether whether you whether you understand this from a religious perspective or non-religious, faith is about thinking forward with a positive attitude that you know things are going to get better. I know things are going to get better. We don't know how close we are. Seriously, we don't know how close we are. Think about the stressful things that you faced in your life already. Some of them bigger than this, some of them smaller than this relative to your own circle. Back then, you didn't know how close you were either. I tell you what, there's so many things as well that I've stressed about and worried about that I never needed to. I stressed about them for weeks and weeks on end. And I got up to that day when I felt it really mattered and I didn't even need to stress. It didn't happen. It wasn't as significant as I thought it would be didn't have the impact on my life that I thought it would be, or a solution was found at the last minute. So I'm not saying put bury your head in the sand, but be aware that we we create dramas in our own mind. That's the way the brain works. We create these crazy dramas in our mind and we don't know whether we need to be as stressed about them as we as we are until we get to the end. So again, don't put your head in the sand. Let's work through these problems. But you don't know how close you are. 
there are some people that are saying that this pandemic's going to go on forever and some people are saying it's going to be fixed tomorrow. I don't know what the answer is, but we don't know how close we are. We could be a couple of weeks away. We could be a few months away. We could be a couple of years away. I don't know, but we can't live our lives thinking that it's never going to end because we know it will. The world has faced situations like this before and we got through them and we can get through them now. As I said at the beginning, the world needs you right now. No matter who you are, where you're sitting here listening to this podcast right now, the world needs you to step up. The world needs you to step up with a smile, with a dollar, a job, some patience, some advice, some ideas. We all need each other right now. The world needs you to step up and show leadership in the smallest and the biggest ways possible. Do I get sad and stressed sometimes? Absolutely. Absolutely. There are some things about this pandemic that have terrified me. And I've been stressed and sad and worried and angry and upset many times over the last few weeks. But you know what? Not for all of every day. I allow myself to have time to have a pity party. That's okay. Have a pity party. But you know what? Have some time, reflect, and get back to that balanced position. Feed your soul with other people's good ideas Shannon and I in our house, we have a, a bit of a joke, but it's quite true. We, we've made a, a, an agreement that both of us are not allowed to be down at the same time. And although it's not an official agreement, I know what happens is that when each when either of us notices that the other person might be down or in need of support, we recognize that it's our turn to give. It's our turn to give because the other person needs it more than we do at that time. And we do, we take turns. It's not an obvious thing, but I know we do. And I guess what I'm saying to you is that take your turn to feel down and upset, but also take your turn to give to others. Reach out to three people each day and say, how are you doing? Are you okay? And I'm not saying reach out to people and give them money or time or, or anything other than just a bit of your love and care and support and generosity, a few words, an ear, listen to them a little bit. Leadership is about the small things as well as the big things. Again, we don't know how close we are. It might be just around the corner. Another observation I want to make about what's been happening is that there's been, you know, because this podcast is very much about cultural leadership and leadership from a global perspective. One of my observations has been that it's interesting to see the countries that have Success, successfully navigated this more quickly than others. I'm a Westerner. I grew up in Australia. We believe in, in um, speaking out and being fairly free thinking. We don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> I lived in China for eight years and continue to have projects there. And it didn't surprise me that the Chinese government was very successful relatively quickly at flattening the curve. A, we could describe it as solid, strong leadership, but no country can lock a, lock a place down as quickly as China can. It's part of the psyche in, in, in those types of countries to be obedient, to follow our leaders' instructions, to do what we're told. And I'm not saying that I want a dictatorship or I want to live in a, in a world that is more authoritarian than the one I grew up in and I'm more comfortable with. But I'm just saying that it's been interesting that the countries whose 
Citizens have been more obedient to a plan, seem to have flattened the curve more quickly. And in the West, I'm worried right now that some of us are not being as disciplined as we should be towards instructions that our leaders are giving us. And again, I'm not talking politics. I'm talking about the leaders in our communities and our countries and our world that know what they're doing. They're suggesting that we do certain things. And maybe some of us are saying, we're not sure if these are the right ideas or not. But you know what? It's not going to hurt us. How do you know? Wouldn't we rather be too strict than not strict enough? Wouldn't it be nice in four to five years to say, well, I know that those behaviours were, were too strict, but at least we got it under control quickly. One of the challenges we need to accept as Westerners, although, although I very much um, appreciate and value the idea of speaking out and being independent and a strong leader, a strong leader and sometimes speaking out against my others, in a fairly liberal kind of way is is that we need to sometimes learn to do as we're told (laughs) and there are some messages that we're receiving we need to follow and as leaders we can be compliant and good role models in that respect we can be compliant and supportive to those plans in some aspects of our lives while in other aspects let's be leaders of care and thoughtfulness and being genuinely giving Let's find ways that we can, you know, our children are watching us right now. Our children are watching what our behaviours look like. Our children are are looking at what we're doing under this stressful situation. They're observing our behaviours because we're role models for the next generation. And my view is it's okay to cry. It's okay to get angry. It's okay to be a bit unravelled for short periods of time. But you know what? There's also times where we need to step up and be strong and make good decisions. Thankfully, I've never been to war. My grandfather told me many stories about the challenges he faced in wartime. And I have other family members and friends that have faced military time. Well, in many respects, we're facing a war of a different kind. And certainly I don't want to in any way compare the sacrifices we are making to what they might have made in wartime, but surely we can make some simple sacrifices to make sure that we can all come together. And the suggestions I'm making to you today don't cost a lot of money and they don't cost a lot of time, but they're really, really important. So again, if you're a leader of an organisation, a leader of a family, a leader of a circle of people, a leader of a school. Your people need you right now. And I want to encourage you to step up, to fuel yourself with all the things that make you positive and upbeat. I want to give you permission to make mistakes. I want to give you permissions to have a pity party and spend some time in each day where you're a bit worried and concerned and stressed. But I want to encourage you to step up and make a difference because you really, really can. It takes more than just the leaders of our countries to turn this around. It's going to take all of us to contribute within the circles of influence that we have. Be positive, be upbeat. We're going to do this together. Thanks for listening.